I'm Dean Jackson. He's Joe Polish. And this is the I Love Marketing Podcast. It's Dean Jackson and Mr. Joe Polish. How's it going? <laughs> you know what? This is exciting. Our very first live episode of the I Love Marketing show. Yes, this is very exciting. Can everyone hear us? Who's out there? I'm just dialing. I'm listening. Oh, let me open it up here. I've got it on. Uh, oh, see that? So Dean's, Dean's being a little so greedy. See, uh, no, we want to see who's, uh, who's all here. There we go. Can everybody hear us? Who's all out there? Yo, yo, yo! Hello, gentlemen. Hello from Toronto. Now it's getting exciting. It's getting exciting. I'll put it back. But people are, uh, we're getting new people every minute here. So welcome, everybody, to our first live um, I Love Marketing show. We're very excited to to do that. Now, um, Joe, let's, we got a few things that we want to share with them before we get into kind of the, um, we're going to totally base this episode around all the questions that you guys sent in. And we got lots and lots of, of questions. So we went through and we kind of selected questions that are going to be sort of have multiple or deep lessons in them so that we can, everybody will, uh, everybody will learn from them. And we've, we're happy that you all sent in your questions and we've got lots of material that we'll use as the basis for future, um, for future episodes as well. But before we get started, we got a couple of things to tell you about. Number one, we just posted our new, uh, free report called Breakthrough DNA, eight profit activators that you can trigger in your business starting right now. And that's available for you to download if you go to ilovemarketing.com forward slash breakthrough. Um, so that's available for you uh, right now to download as a PDF. It's a great um, examples of, of how to apply the eight profit activators in your in your business. Lots of examples in there and uh, it will give you a good foundation for all the things that we're going to be talking about at the I Love Marketing Conference in September too, which we hope you're able to to join us. If you haven't already uh, registered to come, you can go to ilovemarketing.com forward slash VIP and you'll find out all about the the conference. And Joe, we had this was exciting. I'm gonna let you share this that somebody had um, wrote us an email and purchased a an extra ticket for somebody to come to the I Love Marketing Conference. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So this really nice person who wants to remain anonymous, uh, she wants uh, you know us to basically give away uh, an extra ticket to the I Love Marketing Conference um, to whoever is most worthy. So we thought about this, and we're thinking that the best way that we can do that is we can have a contest uh, for whoever sends in the best one-page essay on your business uh, that's pretty much a before and after 
listening to our I Love Marketing um, you know, podcasts and episodes. And, and the reason we're thinking that's the best way to do it is to, you know, for people that have been with us from the very beginning or people that have, you know, gotten into I Love Marketing and have really just listened to as much as they can, implemented as much as they, they, they have been able to so far, and can write a one-pager as to kind of what they've accomplished and how uh, as a result of I Love Marketing, um, We'll basically, you know, read those and we'll we'll decide, you know, which one's the best. And if someone's already, you know, signed up for I Love Marketing and you still get chosen, you know, we'll we'll basically, you know, just give you a admission to it. And so, Dean, I guess what we need to do is kind of create a mechanism for people to submit. And I can either, um, you know, just give out an email address uh, for one of my team members that can collect them, or if that's fine Let's with you, that. I think you that's get... probably, I think that would probably be the easiest thing. Okay, so what I'll do, I have this wonderful person that works for me by the name of Gina DeLong, G-I-N-A, and her email is Gina at JoePolish.com, Gina at JoePolish.com, and whoever will write a one-pager, um, you know, before and after uh, listening to I Love Marketing, what sort of success you've had, you will then be put in the running to win a, um, you know, attendance to the I Love Marketing uh, event. And so Gina at JoePolish.com. So just go and submit it. And everyone that submits one, um, I'll I'll come up with some prizes for er anyone that actually uh, takes the time to put in print, um, you know, kind of where their business was at before and where their business is at now. It could be the smallest of successes, but something that's really been a, you know, a game changer for you in some way mm-hmm. uh, in terms of raising your prices or, you know, increasing your conversion or, you know, inc- you know, networking, referrals, I mean, anything, uh, big or small. It's just a matter of, um, you know, what accomplishment have you had? And, you know, whoever can articulate that the best way, that's how we'll make it work. And we'll read them all, and then we will announce a winner on a, maybe we'll do it uh, next week, or you know, we'll see how long it takes everyone. Because um, yeah. we are going to have a special live, um, um, I lo- you know, webinar, or no, teleseminar, I think we're doing next week, right, Dean? That's right, Wednesday night. So uh, we hope you can join us next Wednesday, too. We're doing a, a live teleclass, and I, I want you to download the the report, and then we're going to be talking about how to apply those eight profit activators to your business. So we, you, we hope you can join us on uh, Wednesday night as well, same time, 8 o'clock, same phone number, but we'll send you all uh, email reminders about it and all the details. So Joe, let's let's start. Let's get to some of these um, questions. I thought we talked about this before. Here's what we're going to do: is we're going to we're going to read the the question that somebody sent, and we're going to have a discussion about it. We, we maybe we'll get through um, maybe four or five of these, and then what we're going to do is open up the question, open up the call for some little laser coaching. Here we'll do some um, some Q and A, and we'll tell you how to how to queue up for a question. Um, in just a little while. So it's very exciting. Yeah, and it's kind of it's a different energy being live, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And I do want to let everyone know, I will have to apologize for this in advance. Uh, there will be no possible way that me and Dean can get to uh, even a fraction of all the questions, but we've read the questions that have come in, uh, except the ones that have shown up for me in the last, you know, 30 minutes, because there's so many questions mm-hmm. and a whole bunch more keep coming in. Um, 
but we will either address these in a future uh, call if we can't get to them, or we will try to pick questions that can apply to um, you know any uh, any of the people that have submitted questions. And, and, and I'm sure that anyone that has submitted a question is probably listening live. And the uh, the report that just went up, Breakthrough DNA, which again you can get if you just joined us at ilovemarketing.com forward slash breakthrough. Uh, it will answer a lot of the questions. So some of the questions, um, you know, that we know that if you were to read that report would literally tell you what you need to do. We're not going to actually cover those just because we know it'll, you know, it'll be answered there. So I'll go ahead and read the first question. It's from Robert at uh, Successful Computer Consulting, and he wrote. Um, very much looking forward to your call tomorrow night, which is tonight. I've been a longtime fan, follower, and customer of the year, so i got a question that's killing me. I provide a marketing toolkit for computer consultants looking to build their uh, business similar in many ways to what you've offered to carpet cleaners, uh, referring to me. My list of my customers are very responsive and uh, like what I have to offer. When I find the prospects, I convert well. To date, I've made about 150 sales at a price point between 247 and 497 but the big problem, finding the prospects. I won't bore you with the details of all that I've tried so far. Suffice it to say I've been at this full-time for over two years, and I've tried lots. And still, I get an average of only three opt-ins to my list a day. Finding computer consultants who want to grow their business is a very different challenge than finding guys looking to make a buck in Internet marketing. I know my prospects are out there. I just don't know how to reach them. I would assume my challenge is similar to what you might have run into when you were first uh, trying to find carpet cleaners who needed your expertise. I can't imagine it was SEO, blogging, article marketing, PPC, or uh, you know, pay-per-click pay or forum participation that got things going for you. So that's my question. In your early days, how did you build your list of potential buyers for your carpet cleaning marketing kits and boot camps? Hopefully you'll be able to address this, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, you know, Dean, I'm going to have you actually speak to this because you are so good at converting people online. But I do want to answer Robert's question about in the early days, how did I build my list of potential buyers uh, for my uh, marketing knowledge? Well, I did it all online, offline in the very beginning because there was no Internet at the time. So I ran space ads in industry trade magazines. I sent out lead generation postcards, and I sent out lead generation direct mail. Uh, that's basically how I did it. I also did joint ventures with um, people that sold things to professional cleaners and restorers, uh, such as you know distributors that would sell them chemicals and equipment. And I would, you know, do seminars uh, in order to um, you know have them endorse um, my educational seminars to their list of of you know clients. And then we would you know do a really awesome seminar and upsell um, people that were, you know, interested in, in the marketing kit that way. So I, I will I will say that to this day, if you use the direct mail techniques and free recorded messages and all of the stuff that we've, you know, talk, talked a lot about on I Love Marketing, uh, I, I believe you can still build uh, a very substantial business, a multi-million dollar business, even if you, you never had a website. I wouldn't recommend that in this day and age because there's so much more you can do, but I'm just saying, I mean, if you if you got the copy down yeah, and you the got thing, the... That's isn't it? That a lot of times people think like in today's age, uh, you know, you, you've got to be online. Does, you know, direct mail and free reports don't work? And that's absolutely not true. I mean, they still work um, like gangbusters. And even more so probably because fewer people are are using those techniques you know that was like if you listened to our our episode with with Dan Kennedy 
you know, he talked about that too, that all, everything still works. Everything works. It's just having the right message. I, I think this was very, you know, I chose this question to, um, when we were looking through all the questions and we were kind of deciding which ones would have the best applications, this was one of the ones that we chose because it's not unsimilar to what a lot of people go through is how do we attract people, um, you know, and, and start the process there. I'm going to suggest if you, if you can, uh, if you're online, you can check out, uh, Robert's website at successfulcomputerconsulting.com. And that's not a bad URL, uh, successfulcomputerconsulting.com. It promises sort of a, uh, a benefit there. It's right. It's crystal clear. You know what, you know what that's about when you, when you see it. But when you get to the page, here's the kind of thing that will, there, there may be very subtle things, but they can make a huge difference in the response that you ultimately get. And Robert, we love you for, for doing this. And every, I want you to take everything that, that we're going to say about this. I want you to take it as, you know, a constructive way for us to give you our, um, our experience and education here for you and how to make this even better. So the first thing that people experience when they come to your URL, if you, you know, you land on successfulcomputerconsulting.com, the first thing that's very evident here is that this is Robert Peretson's successful computer consulting. So immediately he's turned the, uh, turned the tables and sort of he's the star of this, of this website. Um, he's the star of this and successful computer consulting and, you know, uh, stuffing your books with juicy, high paying clients um, is as the headline, the shortcut to stuffing your books with juicy, high paying clients without spending a single penny is it's sounds exciting and promising, but it's not specifically offering a, uh, a benefit, like a specific thing. And if you watch the, the video, the way that it's talking about is kind of credentializing Robert. Um, and so when I say this, this is what happens to m most people when they start doing um, lead generation stuff. You start making it about you as opposed to a very specific thing that you can help somebody do. Um, we did our, we did an episode called more cheese, less whiskers. And this is really completely applicable to this situation. So I want you to get a sense of, of what this, how this is, is looking here. And the idea that what Robert is doing is offering people free information. He ultimately wants them to leave their name and their, and their email address. And you don't really know exactly what you're, uh, what you're going to get by doing this. So this is a model that really works well. If you've got something that you can give to people um, in your in your target audience and you have a way to compel them to come to this website and then you can keep that excitement going, the model of 
doing any kind of lead generating to a website where people leave their name and email address and then you continue to add value and ultimately they buy something from you because you've been giving them so much cool stuff. So I want, I want to contrast that and I'm going to show you an example of a uh, something that follows this model that I myself use in our uh, in marketing for uh, finding real estate agents who want to to grow their business. So um, I'm going to have you go to a website called thelistingnextdoor.com, and this is a way that. We have been using very successfully to to get um, people into the funnel because we're offering something that's completely free. This is all cheese. So when you look at this, I'm, I'll, I'll read in case you you can't be online here. But the basic idea of this is we run Facebook ads, um, Google ads, pay per click ads, postcards, all kinds of things that. Uh, that bring people to this website by offering them a free listing getting postcard. Um, and Or on Facebook, one of the ones that's really worked out well has been using a, a headline called Sneaky Listing Getting Postcard. And it's got a picture on the actual website of a guy that looks kind of sneaky. So the, the basic idea is that they come to the page and the headline says how to turn any sold listing into your next listing, even if it wasn't your sale. Dear friend, here's a really simple sort of sneaky way for you to get more listings by marketing around recent sold activity in any neighborhood, even if it wasn't your sale. Here's what I've got to make it really easy for you. First, a lead getting postcard to mail or hand deliver to the 50 or 100 homes immediately around any sold listing. Odds are one of the neighbors around this sold listing have been waiting for that home to sell and will put the house on the market in the next 7 to 10 days. Sold signs breed for sales signs. If you act quickly, you can be in their mailbox within 24 to 48 hours after the sold sign goes up. The reason this postcard is attractive is that it gives potential sellers an opportunity to get exactly what they want, information on what homes in their immediate neighborhood are selling for right now. Then I've got a picture of the postcard there. This postcard is camera ready to print. Just add your contact info and you're ready to go. You can print them on your own printer or take them to any printer or coffee or a copy shop. Just mail the postcard and when people respond, I've written a direct response letter offering to get together with them so they can find out exactly what their house is worth and which fix-ups would give them the best return on their investment. Plus, you get a free magazine article style report called 10 Ways to Make Your House Show Like a Model Home in One Weekend for Less Than $200. Just add your contact info as the author of the report. You can print it in color on your printer or in black and white whichever you prefer, then all you do is include a printout of the homes that have sold in their neighborhood in the last six to 12 months and the homes that are for sale right now. So here's what you get. Number one, the camera-ready listing getting postcard. Number two, the direct response appointment getting letter. Number three, the magazine-style article, 10 ways to make your house show like a model home in one weekend for less than $200. All you do is add your contact info and you've got an easy listing getting system. Today's Thursday, August 4th, 2011, and you can get all three of these tools for free. Just leave your name and email below and I'll send it to you. I'll send it right to you. They leave their name and their email address. Happy listing getting, Dean Jackson. P.S. I want to hear about your results using this system. All I ask is that you send me an email with your results. So that model right here is very instructional 
for anybody who wants to do any kind of initial lead generation for any sort of niche. So if I were Robert, what I would do to model this is I would find one strategy. If you if you're selling a kit to people who that have lots of strategies for them to get new business, the very best way for somebody to want to eat all of your cheese is to let them sample some of your cheese. So if you were to give them one strategy, something easy that they could try and get a result without any obligation to you, without any sort of even mention of you, it's almost like you're doing this as a, um, you know, just a way to share with your, uh, with your colleagues, with the people in your industry there. You know, when you look at this, the website, the listing next door.com, there's nothing about me. It's not about me. It's about them. It's about here's what I've got for you to get new listings. And people are very excited about it. We get a very high opt-in rate on that page. And then I'm able to start a relationship with people and invite them to come on a teleclass where we show them how to get the most out of this program and introduce them to the, I have a, a program that sells for $349 called getting listings. And it's got all kinds of turnkey tools for how they can get listings. So it's very similar to to what Robert is doing here. And I would say that for anybody trying to break into a niche like that is find something that you can give them that would get them a result in advance so that they're more than happy to leave their their name and their contact information. I mean, whenever somebody's making that decision, you have to imagine that, you know, there's this mental scale going on. You know, those scales where you like a fish scale, you know, you put one on one side and something on the other. And on one side, they're weighing, you know, do I want to give up my name and email address? On the other side, they're looking at everything they're going to get. And that that side of the equation, the benefit that they're getting has to far outweigh the cost of leaving their name and their email address. So it's not even a, a consideration. It's a thud on the other side. It's so powerful. So what do you think, Joe? No, I think you're absolutely right. And I think someone that's not even an information marketer or selling kit should still uh, take a look at the website at thelistingnextdoor.com and just mm-hmm. literally understand the psychology that is being used here. I mean, you know, we we could always make examples with um, I Love Marketing, too. I mean, we are just giving out useful information. When I did the last episode where Dean interviewed me about the magic rapport formula, you know, one of the things about being useful to people is is that, exactly that. However you give them, you know, something that is useful, something that they can get value from right away, a strategy that they can use, some secret that uh, would just be helpful to them. Um, you know, people want it, people need it. And, you know, if you give it to them and offer it to them, they will not only give you their name and email, but they will give you money in many cases. And see, that's one of the challenges with um, so much of the nonsense that is taught to people in marketing about brand building. You know, build your brand, build your brand. It keeps people fixated on them versus, you know, nobody cares about you. They care about themselves. And, you know, you've got to tie it into the, uh, that's, that's Dean's whole entire premise about give them cheese. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's why you need to get brand building out of your head uh, first, it, you know, until you actually have something that speaks to, you know, the wants, desires, needs of your prospects and your clients. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all a positioning. It's all a positioning game. And I will say what I said at the very beginning. Uh, I think a lot of um, technology causes people to be spending all of their time getting ready to get ready. i got to set up the website. You know, I have a friend who um, has a another friend who recently started a carpet cleaning business, almost. And I say recently. Bought the equipment. Hasn't really kind of put his shingle out there, you know. I mean, he's, I'm sure the guy's got business cards and everything. But she was telling me that, you know, he's like, well, he can't really launch it until he gets his website set up. <laughs> and she's like, no, you don't. Just just go out and start selling. You don't need a website set up to start cleaning people's garbage. You need a job. You know, that's what, you need a job. I mean, you know, and so many people suffer from that that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think what you said, I, you know, completely agree with. I wouldn't add more to it because there's not more that needs to be added. Just um, Awesome. Okay, yeah. so I think there's some there's some great lessons in that for for anybody, especially in the information marketing business. That that's a very dependable model. Yeah, let me let me mention some too, because you, you since you're talking about free reports, there's one question that we got in, and I'm just going to touch on this one very shortly. But it says, um, actually, you know what? No, it is a longer one. But uh, let's see. I'll just mention one part of it. Um, Okay, no, this one's actually short. It's a guy named Jeff, and um, he said, if free reports are overdone, what works now to get people to respond? Ryan Dice says this is the case. Now, first <laughs> off, Ryan Dice... thing about that? Yeah, what? Is that, you know, Ryan Dice is a good friend of both of ours. Dude, I, I was at his office yesterday with Mary Ellen I know, Trudy. yeah, okay. Yeah, I was in Austin yesterday. Thing I, is that here he is, if he's saying free reports are dead, he's got one of the, the hottest free reports going right now. One of the hottest free report offers right now is out there, making its way all across the web about how the you know the the uh, the end of the web as we know it. It's a free report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So my point is, <laughs> whenever you think long copy doesn't work anymore because everyone's doing it, or I mean, people are going to say that crap forever, and it's a it's nonsense. I mean, it's just utter nonsense. And even if you have a marketer say that. It's probably because they've got a new twist on the same thing, and they're trying to position it so that yeah, it invalidates all of the other marketers or whatever. And I can assure you, uh, Ryan Dice gives out all kinds of free information, be it in the form of video or in print or webinars or teleseminars or events or whatever. You know, I mean, he would give out free bobbleheads if it could convert into uh, you know leads and, and sales. And he's a very sharp guy. I mean, he really is. Absolutely. And, yeah, I got some videos I, I I shot that probably need to be edited at his office, but we did a whole brainstorm session yesterday at his office. But yeah, yeah. So don't don't for a minute think that anything that we're talking about here doesn't work anymore. Because if it wasn't working, we wouldn't be talking about it. And then secondly, everything we talk about, we do ourselves. I mean, me and Dean have yeah. you know we sell millions of dollars worth of stuff. Uh, every year, uh, using all of the strategies and techniques that we tell people to use, 
you know, on I Love Marketing for free. Would we li- like you to buy some of our stuff and come to our events? You know, sure, if you want to. And if you never buy anything, uh, we, we know that the vast majority of people that listen to this are never going to give us money, and that's fine. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just you put enough stuff out there, you know, life gives to the giver and takes from the taker. And just put good stuff out there. I mean, you're going to have a lot of people that may request reports, and you might have to, in some cases, give out, you know, dozens, hundreds, sometimes thousands. Um, yeah. And you can do a lot of this at robotically and in a very easy, lucrative, and fun manner online. So, uh, yep, I just wanted to speak to that. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the question from uh, Zach because Zach is coming to the New York event. So Zach is a guy that's already ponied up some cash. So I think that you know, at least I could do his answer his question here. And Zach, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Uh, Sean Phillips, Bill Phillips' brother, actually sent me a text saying, "Yeah, Zach is a is a is a I think he said a madman or something like that, meaning in a nice way." So. Perfect. Uh, Zach's question, I'm going to read this and then throw in your, your two cents on it and I'll do the same thing. Um, he actually has a company called underground strength coach certification.com. And I'm doing an event in two weeks, by the way, that Paul Zane Pilzer, uh, is actually speaking at along with a VC guy that uh, is one of the early investors in Facebook and, uh, you know, basically runs about a, uh, $2 billion, $3 billion fund. I don't even know he's going to be speaking. Uh, and also Ned Hollowell is going to be talking about overwhelm, and we're going to have some of the top marketers in the world. If anyone wants to pony up a, a boatload of money and come to that event, it's uh, joepolish.com forward slash Pilzer, P-I-L-Z-E-R, if you want to hear a phone conversation with me and Paul Zane Pilzer. Okay. So he wrote, hey, guys, I'll be attending, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to get the ball rolling. Uh, love what you guys are doing. It. Uh, I love marketing. Here's my scenario. Um, I run a certification course for, course for strength coaches, usually every two to three months. I hold my certification most of the time here in New Jersey at my small warehouse gym. The draw seems to be coming here to experience my gym, train my athletes, and see how I built my business and changed my life through this small 1,500-square-foot warehouse gym while doing what I love. I was a teacher for 11 years, and I left after being maxed in pay at 94K, pursued my dreams full-time, and made it all happen. Right now, the certification is run by me and only me, and some steps are currently being made to get a few other coaches on board so we can hold certification courses without me in other states. We're going to test drive short seminars, then one-day certifications, and eventually full-blown two-day certification. I am not a big fan of traveling all the time and more of a fan of autonomy, living and working on my own terms, and I like my weekends with my family. I like staying here in my hometown with my wife and kids, which is huge to me. I'm thinking I need to take the certification to the next level and start an organization or federation of sorts so it's not a one-man show. What do you guys think or have experience with other guys taking certifications to the next level in their own industry? Pretty much every certification I hold has coaches flying from overseas to my New Jersey gym. Australia, Europe, and UK are common visitors here. I have a certification this weekend with an ex-Navy SEAL who's flying in. I'd like to take this to the next level, just not sure if the draw to attend uh, a certification will be there without me being there. And any advice you guys have on taking certification to a much greater level, federation, organization, etc. Any quick tips? Sorry, I know this is a loaded question. This is my sales page for my certification on my blog, and it's undergroundstrengthcoachcertification.com. See you in New York City, Dean. Hope you're in New York City, my man, Zach. There you go. There you go. So, I've got some thoughts on that, Dean, but you go first. Well, you know, this is kind of interesting because a lot of times people do certification programs like this, and um, 
a lot of people are, are very interested in, in taking certification programs like this. But once you kind of, um, you know, appeal to the people who, who are really into getting certified at stuff, the way to attract a broader audience of people is to show them how to make that certification a pathway to, to making more money or to getting more training clients and how to use that certification that they're going to have as a way to expand their practice. It's almost like, you know, you're, you're really trying to, um, not only give them the certification and the, and the training so that they're better at what they do, but also giving them a way to turn that being better and being more educated into, into more, bankable results into more money because you know you in every industry we see it in in real estate all the time there's so many certification programs i know you and i've talked about this joe and carpet cleaning you know there's all kinds of education and and coaching and certifications that you can get but none of it means that you're going to get more money as a result of it unless you skillfully know how to how to use that yeah, exactly. I mean, when I mean, part of my story was I was certifi- certified, <laughs> but I was still dead broke, and I knew how to clean carpets, but I was still broke, and I did a good job and didn't, um, you know, use bait and switch advertising and cared about my clients, and I was still broke. And so the moment I actually learned how to put together a compelling marketing message, that's when it made all the difference in the world. So one of the ways to differentiate yourself, especially since you're you know, obviously so into marketing, listening, I love marketing, you're investing money to come to, you know, a very high level mastermind group in a couple of weeks. I mean, all the stuff you're doing, everyone you've learned from, you know, things about how to make money in the business that other strength coaches have no earthly idea about. And I think one of the biggest hooks uh, of, you know, coming and getting training from you is you're not only going to teach them the techniques that you are an expert in and that you will give them expertise in, but you're also going to teach them methodologies on how to generate business. And that is way more valuable than just the techniques and the methods and, you know, whatever you're teaching uh, alone. You know, having something that is valuable is useless if you don't have a system for selling that which is valuable and you can combine the selling system you know develop you know the elf strategies that you have or any more that you can develop through you know working with us listening with us that sort of thing um, all the better and I think that should be uh, the big hook now can you tie that into a certification absolutely but I would really tie into the fact that you're not only going to teach them how to do the craft but you're going to teach them how to make money with it once you teach them that and I mean there's there's that is what I would consider the big hook that's that's why you know more carpet cleaners come to my organization to learn how to run their businesses than any other organization in the world and there are a lot of people that are way better at teaching carpet cleaners how to clean carpets than me as a matter of fact I don't even care how to teach someone how to clean carpets I mean I care that right. they do a good job but I I mean I don't you know, I, I mean, my, my clients even know not to ask me any technical questions, although I used to be the Arizona director of the Carpet and Fabric Care Institute. Lisa Wagner, who's worked with me for many, many years, has sat on it. You know, every, you know, she writes for the industry trade magazines, has, you know, a big successful rug plant, and understands chemistry. And t- I mean, I never talk about that stuff because, uh, you know, I mean, that's not what makes anyone any money. Right. 
And so, so I think you know the lesson from that is is transferable to not only um, not only to certification programs or you know offering things like that, but also to any type of product. You know, any type of um, if you're selling to manufacturers or if you're selling to to uh, you know photocopiers to to printers or you're selling you know digital presses to to um, to copy shops any of those kind of things are only a tool unless you can show them how to use that tool to make more money if you if the the more that you can wrap your product or your service around the actual result that it's going to uh that's going to be you know resulting in more money for them and I, you know i i don't want to sound like a broken record and focus on money but it's it's about money 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 get it i mean that's that's the thing that's the reason anybody is in business and if you ultimately get to whatever it is people say well you know it, it, money doesn't sound like a very noble thing to be um, motivated by, but I guarantee you all of the nobler things that, that people say, well, I, you know, I want my business to, to, you know, provide security for me or peace of mind or, uh, you know, time to spend with my kids. And all of those things are a byproduct of having a business that makes more money than you need. That's ultimately what it's about. So anything, it's almost like, the trump card in a lot of it, you know, is that having more money. I mean, you and I've talked about this, Joe, that, you know, people who say that money can't buy happiness, you know, or whatever. But there's a lot of stuff that that money can buy. Yeah, and then money can buy a lot of happiness. I mean, I, I buy happiness every, sure every day with, with, with money. Yeah. Mean, if I want to eat somewhere I really like and I don't have the money to, um, you know, eat there, that makes me very unhappy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and at the same time, there's a lot of good things I do with money that makes me ha- very happy because I can really, you know, do things. Heck, you know, I just, exactly. you know, I just financed a family reunion for a lot of family members that, you know, couldn't do it without me. You know, that yeah. that made them happy. That made me happy. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that sort of stuff. And you know, it makes me happier to fly first class than coach. So you know, I mean, money does some things. Happy, so yeah. we we right. we are just we are here to help people be happy. I mean, at the end of the day, we love marketing. We love happy people and marketing is a vehicle to create happiness. And and I say that jokingly and 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 it's serious. I am as serious as can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing is a vehicle. And yeah, I mean, me and uh, me and Dean are admin, you know, at the end of the day, that's what that's what we kind of are. We're we're advertising people, we're marketing folks and uh there you go. So, and, and you know, and, and also Zach, um, you know, a couple of people that that are friends of mine that I think have really cool certification programs that can probably be dramatically improved with more improved marketing would be like Stretch to Win dot uh, com. Uh, Chris and Ann Frederick, I mean, they have a great certification program. Uh, you know, really solid teachings. Uh, Eric Cobb with uh, Z Health, as in the uh, zebra. Z Health, I think it's zhealth.net. They're here in Arizona. You know, they got a fantastic, uh, you know, certification program. And, you know, I'm not sending you to them for per se the marketing, but just the way that they actually package up the certification and everything. They do a really good job, that sort of stuff. So, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other organizations out there, um, that I'm just not aware of. But from a, you know, being a marketing person, I can assure you there's very few 
people teaching mm. strengths coaches how to make money. And in the ones that I know, you know, heck, I just was one of the keynote speakers at the Austin Fit Fest with, you know, Bill Phillips was there yesterday, finally walking because he had knee surgery on both his knees. He had a real bad accident and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, they're, they're all focused on marketing. I mean, the ones that are making money. Um, okay, so shall we go on to Christopher from Germany? Oh, what do you got? Okay, you go. Let's. I had one here too, but you go. Okay, I'll go with Christopher. Uh, hey, Dean and Joe, thank you for your terrific work with the I Love Marketing podcast. I'm currently building an info business regarding sleep quality improvement. I'm not sure if the market is willing to pay for the advice because there's a lot of cheap books and free articles out there. In addition, you find on ClickBook a lot of non-selling eBooks. Because I know that the traditional ebook sale doesn't work, I will try your approach. First, I give everyone a free ebook that explains the whole system of sleep wellness. After that, I uh, try to sell one session of telephone coaching, which upsells them into a six-week telecoaching program. Uh, my take on that is either I found a good niche that is easy to dominate or that I'm completely off track. Question, do you have a tip for creating excitement for subjects that people are not really passionate about but should be? Would appreciate a few thoughts on that. Hmm. You know, um, I read that one too. We talked about it a little bit, but the sleep, yeah. um, it, there was somebody else who had a very similar, um, a very similar situation where they are selling, uh, hearing. And so it's kind of like the same. I think we, what we're going to talk about here is going to apply to, to both of those and to selling, you know, a service or a something that people should want. But don't necessarily want right now. And I think that the very best way, um, that I would approach this is by focusing initially on the things where it, on the situations where it's so advanced that it becomes the number one thing on their to-do list that they have. There are people who are so, stressed out about the fact that they can't sleep, that they are willing to and will try anything. There are people who have had, have such uh, bad hearing loss that it's almost inevitable that now they have to do something about it. And I, you know, I liken it a lot to, you know, we have a, um, one of the very, the very first uh, ebook that, that I ever wrote was called Stop Your Divorce. And it's still available at stopyourdivorce.com. But the, the appeal of that book is that it focuses on the person who is ultra motivated to take action. They're working on their own momentum. And I, so I look at it that, you know, people who are in a relationship that's in trouble, um, or in tension or in arguing or strife or, or, you know, neglect or not necessarily the best relationship. Most of the time, the, let's call it, let's talk about the men in this situation have a, a vague awareness that their relationship is not great, but they have very little interest in pursuing how to improve your relationship products or books or information. But yet, the moment that their spouse says, I don't love you anymore, it's over, I want a divorce, now all of a sudden it's like the ice has kind of cracked underneath them and they're frantically struggling to do anything to get back to normal, to get back to that, um, to that 
sort of um, to win them back to do that. But they, it wasn't until it became an, an emergency. And it's the same thing when you look at, at any type of, um, you know, prevention or, or sort of early intervention opposed to solving a problem. You know, it's like very few people are interested in getting um, regular dental checkups and cleanings and, and doing, you know, uh, early detection for cavities. But yet there's not a person who when, uh, you know, when they crack a tooth and they're in imminent pain, doesn't put go to the dentist on the top of their to-do list. And so there are people... <laughs> I, I, I including my friend that, Joe Pollard. Personally. Yeah, because you got, I, I mean, I talked about that, I think, on a recent, uh, recent I episode. Know, but, uh, yeah, I got a, a freaking root canal, you know, a couple, two and a half weeks ago. So I even videotaped exactly. it with my iPhone. I'm, we got to post that. I think it'll freak people the hell out, but uh, I'll think about that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, you know, when, as soon as someone says, oh, there's a problem, I want a divorce, you know, you, you want to think of this as like what's going to hit the, what sort of life condition is creating the yeah. eject button to be hit to where they're like, oh shit, I better respond, I better act, I better do something, yeah. I better figure this out. So, so I think that the polls, you know, the, the, the ends of the spectrum are the ones that are the most, um, the most have the most appeal to people. So if the, if you're going to the ones who are absolutely self-motivated and you are promising a solution, you're promising blessed relief to the problem that they have, that they're going to be able to hear, that they're going to be able to sleep. Those are, uh, I would start with that and make sure that I get that message in front of every single person that is having that level of commitment to getting something done. Then on the opposite end of the pole are the end of the spectrum are people who are absolute keeners, people who love to prepare and do things in advance and have the best of anything. So, you know, there are people who like are, um, you know, really like into, into sleep and getting the best sleep. And, you know, if you start thinking about like, uh, almost like positioning it as like high performance sleep or, you know, people who are looking for an edge, people who are, I mean, I, I, I'm sort of one of those people. And I think you are too, Joe. I mean, it's kind of like, I'm, I, you know, there's a, there was a great book called power sleep that I read that, you know, I learned a lot about sleep and I learned a lot about the, the cycles about how, you know, you're, did you know, Joe, that like most sleep cycles are 90 minutes. And if you, um, if you're sleeping, typically, if you sleep without an alarm clock, like I do, then you'll typically wake up on a, you know, wake up naturally on a number that's divisible by 90 minutes, you know, so if you'll either, you'll either wake up at six hours, or you'll wake up at seven and a half hours, or you'll wake up at nine hours, naturally, after, uh, without sort of being, um, uh, uh, you know, jarred awake by an alarm clock. And one of the things that I learned from that is if you ever do have to get up, if you ever have to set an alarm clock, that, you know, they talked about people who were um, sort of chronically sleep deprived and learned that, um, you know, they've been going to bed at the same time and their alarm clock is waking them up right in the middle of one of those 90 minute cycles. So they feel completely 
dead. They feel completely dragging all the way through the day. And, uh, you know, by getting up 45 minutes earlier, they feel more refreshed from, uh, with less sleep than they do by actually going, um, um, you know, getting the full amount, uh, getting the amount of sleep that they had been getting, which was interrupting one of the cycles. And so I, I learned things like that. I've, I've invested in incredible, uh, Tempur-Pedic beds and, and, you know, great comforters. We keep our house at 65 degrees and, which is not enjoyable. I, I know. I'm just thinking about that because you, ridiculous. when you come to Florida, you're absolutely freezing. It's funny. Um, but there, on the end of that spectrum, there are people who would love to use sleep as an advantage. So uh, the point of that was to attract both ends of the poles first and then sort of go into the, into the middle by appealing to, to, um, you know, either end of that. Well, there you that's go. Kind of, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we said, Joe, that we would um, open it up for uh, for questions here. So I want to kind of honor that. We've got we have lots of other. And there's no way we could have gotten to all of the uh, questions, but we've got lots of things that we can um, talk about on future um, um, episodes. Yeah, and I just want to say a couple of things before we, before we open up the line, if we could okay, just just finish well, up I'll our tell what, I'll get them queued up. Let me let me get them queued up. So what we're going to do is we're going to open it up for questions. So if you have a question or you'd like to uh, brainstorm something or talk about something, we're going to try and keep these short and do like laser sessions. So uh, if you have something that you'd like to talk about, you can press star six on your phone. That'll raise your hand. I'll see that you have um, a question that you'd like to uh, to join in, and I'll be able to uh, bring you into the call. Okay, so go ahead, Joe. Okay, yeah. So uh, one thing I would last thing I'd say about Christopher is like with uh, you know tips for creating excitement for subjects that people are not really passionate about but should be is you you know uh, tie it into things like you know is sleep affecting your sex life? Is mm-hmm. sleep causing you to you know be unproductive on your job? Is sleep causing you to you know have a terrible appetite and overeat? You know you tie it into things. Now obviously tie it into things where it really is true. I mean I'm not talking about making stuff up. I'm talking about like what are some of the ramifications and bad habits and forms of sabotage or things that uh, you know are important to people uh, that if you fix this particular area or improve the particular area of their life they would have dramatic improvement in this other thing see that's a mm-hmm. you know great marketers know how to do that they know how to tie in certain things yeah. that's you know, with others. So think about it that way. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah, that's applicable to most people that are on, on the call. Another one that came in for a guy named Anthony with Appliance Doctor. Yeah, real quickly, I want to uh, address this. He wrote, because uh, there's a lot of questions that we have that are kind of like this. And he's like, Joe, what's up? Uh, what are the main benefits that we can build our marketing campaign around in a service business? Repairing the product on the first visit, being in a factory authorized service firm, being on time. I'm sure being in the carpet cleaning business, our problems are the same. Thank you, Anthony. Well, basically, what I would say to Anthony is, yeah, yeah it could be any of those things that you mentioned. Um, however, what I would do is ask your clients. You know, I mean, literally ask them, do a survey, ask them, you know, what are, when people call up, you know, what, what are the, you know, 
what do you want? What's most important to you? People that have done business with you, why did you select us? So this is one of those things to where you can spend a lot of time trying to figure it out, reading marketing books, asking marketing consultants, and sometimes the best consultants that you could ever have are free because they're your prospects and your clients that are buying from you or more importantly, not buying from you. And if you take time to just have some conversations with them, uh, you can learn things that you're never going to learn any other way. And so the reason I wanted to address that is there's, there's several questions that have to do with, like, how do we figure out how to sell stuff to people? And I want to put it back on you to say, well, ask your clients, ask your customers, ask your patients, ask your prospects, uh, you know, people that haven't bought from you, Ask them, why didn't you buy? What was it? And you will learn all kinds of valuable stuff. And in the uh, free report, the, uh, you know, the eight profit activators, Breakthrough DNA, which if you joined us halfway through this call, you can get it at ilovemarketing.com forward slash breakthrough. It will give you a lot of really good tips on that. Okay, so let's go with the questions, Dean. All right, here we go. They're gonna, so we've got uh, 10 to the top of the hour. We'll probably go a little bit over the top of the hour, but let's uh, see who we got. Hey, Dean. Hi, Joe. Hey, Hi. who's this? This is Dwight in Miami. How are you? Perfect. Doing good, uh, Joe. We, we, you and I actually ran into each other at the uh, Super Conference uh, back in Chicago. Oh, okay, um, great. Uh, so I, I just started um, an interview program kind of patterned off the uh, Genius Network. Uh-huh. So everybody's saying that uh, it's a great idea but nothing like it has been done in my field. And so even though everybody thinks it's a great idea, nobody's subscribing. Yes. Well, so, what is your field? Martial art, specifically martial arts. Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, here's the things with, with interviews. Um, interviews as standalones are hard to sell as a front end, in, uh, especially in this day and age where you can get interviews uh, all day long. Um trying to think of what does Ryan Lee call his... Okay, like Ryan Lee is an example. He's a really good marketer, a good friend of mine. He has interviews where he does with people about continuity, but he doesn't call them interviews. He calls it the reoccurring revenue report, and it's just a different name. So part of it is what you name it, uh, for one. Secondly, what is your back end other than interviews? What other products do you have other than just interviewing people? Well, it, that, yeah... The idea is to develop uh, ultimately coaching and consulting product. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. So. Well, you know. Okay. Uh, you know how me and Dean are doing? I love marketing for free. Mm -hmm. And we do a podcast. Mm -hmm. What if you did the same thing? Right. In your niche, and you make it free. And you don't try to sell anything. And you put together some really great, valuable stuff for those people. And you give it to them for free, and you build a list. And then if they find it valuable and you've got something that you can develop and create for them that they would spend money on, then you sell it to them. Okay. That's, that's I, one I, way I, to do it. Yeah. Um, I had, I, I had a, a kind of an add-on. How do you – is it while you're doing the interview that you make notes for what becomes the hot tip, or do you already know beforehand – Oh no no I I, I do I, well and for people that have not listened to one of my Genius Network interviews and if anyone wants one of them for free you know like an one that I've posted up for free is um, 
geniusnetwork.com forward slash P, as in Paul, 90, the number 90X. And that's my interview with Tony Horton, who you see on infomercials all the time. And we, you know, we have the interview where people can download or they can listen to it online or they can, you know, download the transcript. And then we have a hot tip sheet, which are the most valuable tips. So after every interview, uh, we transcribe them and we basically pull out what are the, you know, we consider the most useful uh, ideas on the interview. And so that, that I, I never know what those are until after, you know, I've actually interviewed somebody. And, and yeah, so none of it's like, you know, kind of figured out beforehand. Okay, got it. Yeah, and and part of it is don't focus on interviews. Uh, your name again is is Dwight, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, I see your question right here. You launched an interview program pattern off Genius Network. Um, okay, Unified Martial Art Academy. Um, you know, and in terms of what to show and offer your list of members to persuade them to subscribe, make sure you really talk about the benefits of what's on the interview, not on the interview. Because saying, you know, an interview, and, and again, I, you know, I've sold Genius Network for years, and telling people to buy my Genius Network interview with Brian Tracy, well, unless they're really a Brian Tracy fan, um, you know, or they're really a Robert Kiyosaki or they're a real Robert Cialdini fan, which I've, you know, I've interviewed 170 people at this point. Um, that alone rarely makes the sale. It's what does Brian Tracy talk about? What does David Bach talk about? What does Mike Koenigs talk about? You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's what are they going to learn on the interview that, uh, you know, so, so really focus on the benefit and do your best to call it, uh, and name it what it actually will you know, teach them what's the, what is the benefit of what you're going to share, that sort of stuff. I mean, years ago, there was a guy that sold a $500 cassette tape on theft control uh, that Dan Kennedy, you know, would always talk about, um, not because of it was a cassette tape, uh, but because of the content of it. So, you know, you may interview someone that contains, you know, information that, you know, could change someone's life, that could save their life, that could, you know, whatever. And um, that's what you want. That's that's what you want your copy and your messaging to do. Got it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Cool, man. Good yeah, luck. You know, All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Dwight. Something like that is a um, you know often the thing that that people don't really realize is that even if you're you know thinking while well, giving them away or doing it for free, you know you're perhaps getting a more valuable asset than than money and that's somebody's attention you know mm-hmm. if you have a, a a group of people that you have their attention and you've earned their attention and you've earned the um by giving them value you have influence and that that is i think a great um a great thing to focus on you know especially if you're just getting started on launching something like that yeah, exactly. And, you know, and there's a lot of philosophies on pricing and free and stuff. You know, I've interviewed Jason Free uh, with, you know, 37 Signals. And, you know, he's not a big fan of giving things away for free. But, you know, they also, but he does have things like Tada List, you know, dot com, which is uh, a free to-do list that 37 right. Signals developed. And it's still a, a lead generator for them to sell Basecamp and, you know, the various, you know, 37 Signals online, you know, uh, services that they have. Um, but for the most part, you know, um, if, if between fee and free, 
there's a lot you can do to test and, and, and see. And also, by, when you have to give something away for free, I mean, it really keeps you on your game. I mean, we, me and you, Dean, we constantly get questions from people like, well, you know, what's your angle? What are you doing? And there's always the skeptical people that cannot think of anyone giving something away for free without them. <laughs> like they're, It's like some calculated conspiracy master plan to try to fleece people of their money or something. And I mean, it's kind of ludicrous, some of the comments that people will make about that sort of stuff. You know, my whole thing, I get a tremendous amount of joy knowing that there's people in different parts of the world. I mean, we have listeners everywhere now. I mean, some of the most, we're getting comments from people in countries that I've never even heard of. And, you know, to me, it's kind of cool, you know, that that stuff's out there everywhere. And it's, and I, and I make no qualms about the fact that I'm a full-blown capitalist. I mean, I, I hope that, you know, we give ideas on I love marketing and someone goes out and they make a few hundred, a few thousand, tens of thousands or, you know, whatever. But hopefully, you know, we, we can have some people that become millionaires out of stuff that they learn for free on I love marketing. I mean, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It will happen if we if we do this this podcast uh, in in these episodes long enough even when they are not called podcasts anymore. They could right. be called some whiz-bang technology thing that comes out. You know, the the point is and if you make someone a lot of money, they will, you know, reciprocate and people will give you money. And so uh if if you have good stuff, put it out there in as many ways as you can for free or for a fee. And I mean, I was Given away free rooms of carpet cleaning back in 1992, um, before you know Seth Godin ever wrote a book called Permission Marketing, mm-hmm. or before Evan Pagan ever talked about moving the free line. I mean, I was you know we, we know this stuff works, and you know, and I and I ended up getting a lot of high priced business by giving away free stuff. And carpet cleaners every day give away free rooms of carpet cleaning. With a carpet audit, there was another question in here that I won't won't answer, uh, you know, in detail. Yeah, uh, you know, about, about spotlight here, and let's let some of these people who are queued up here for questions. We're at the top of the hour right now, so we got we'll probably answer a couple of more questions. We'll keep going. I like how you hurry me up okay. here, Long Dean. Uh, you're, you're trying. Yeah, to I'm trying to hurry up. You can I can talk to you anytime. These people here, we need we need to give them some attention. Yeah, just don't be hurtful about it. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello. Who's this? This yeah, is this is Ian from L.A. Joe, who do we have? This is Ian from L.A. Hi, Ian. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, man. How are you doing? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Good, good. Listen, I was wondering, um, like, what about a fa- – I'm not a fashion designer, but I have a friend who is, and I'm helping them with their marketing. And she's not – she wants to create, like, an image. And, I mean, I know you, I know you guys promote, uh, you know, consumer education and – that kind of conflicts with like, you know, the image that she wants to portray. I know you guys are against, you know, branding and all that stuff. So, I mean, what would you suggest she gives away to build the list, uh, you know, and, and build her business? That's a very interesting question, you know, because um, fashion is really one of those things that's sort of a, um, you know, it's almost like an art in a way, I guess. Does she do um, couture or does she do... Um, like, does she sell to retail? Does she does she have her own? Well, she's just she's just getting she's just getting off the on the off the. Well, she has things she's developed, but she hasn't. She's not in any stores or anything, so she wants to sell it online first uh, uh-huh. to get a following, and then she'll go from there. I see. Well, you know, if she has really cool stuff, you know, have her submit some yeah. stuff to, uh, to like Zappos as an example. I don't know how, qu- I mean, if she has manufacturing set up, but in terms of situations like that, um, you know, celebrity endorsements are huge. Tying things into charity 
to get exposure if there's like a charity event. I mean, if she if she creates you know beautiful gowns for women or whatever, you know there there are things along those lines. Um, you know, a really well you know done video talking about. I mean, th- th- things along the. And when I say well done, I don't mean very expensive. I mean just a really compelling, cool video displaying her wares. You know, having does she have any clients that will say glowing things about any of her designs? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we haven't talked about that because we think we were focusing on giving stuff, some, you know, something that she could give away to build her list as opposed to having testimonials. But I'm sure that's something I can definitely t- talk to her about. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, definitely, you know, having having existing clients and people that she's worked with, you know, because in the beginning, you're probably going to start this from, you know, even like a referral sort of basis if she's going to make one-off sort of designs or is this something she's wanting to get in stores or on QVC or things along those lines? Uh, she was, well, she actually had submitted herself to uh, that show with Heidi Klum on Bravo, uh-huh. whatever that... Um, and you know she she got to like a runner up but she didn't get on the show so she basically just wants to get bankrolled to start her fashion line but uh, she hasn't really so she tried with that and that didn't work that didn't work out so we haven't really focused on uh, on you know QVC or, or whatever you know we we're just focusing on doing it online kind of like Kid Rock how he couldn't get signed and so he basically built his own following and then he named his price in record companies once he had a following. So that's the kind that's of thing, the thing that was like done. you know as you're saying that like Joe Joe was saying how celebrity endorsement is very big in things like that and I, I think that's true in going to a, a national audience but I think if you um, there's also people who are celebrities in their circle celebrities in their um, you know their influencers in their own communities and I think that would probably be um, where I would focus, like looking at, you know, who who is the person that this is, um, that this this fashion is most appealing to. I mean, is it you know, is it for you know women over fifty like Chicos, or is it like you know young, you know hip teenage girls? Is it? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Is young girls? Okay, so you know, in any situation like that, there are there are. You know, you maybe call them the cool girls or the, uh, you know, the the ones who are celebrities at their high school, you know, or celebrities at the at their uh, at their group. That those kind of people um, are maybe influencers, you know. But I so think you, Joe's you, right on. Are you saying you you give them clothes for free to wear and then get exposure that way? I think that that may be a that may be a good way to do it or give them, um, you know, at least um, some sort of a VIP um, rate on clothes or something with things that maybe they could um, give to other people or, you know, that's kind of a, um, um, I've never thought about, about fashion as a, um, as because you don't really think about fashion as something like that you would apply direct response uh, marketing to, right. but I, I, I imagine right. you could. I mean, you, know, you look at the Jay Peterman catalog. You know, it all started right. with that one, you know, duster coat that he had. And yeah, yeah. Here, 
can I say something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a starting point for everything, and I think you know, it sounds like your friend is driven because even getting you know as runner-up, which you can still use. There's a lot of marketing fodder with that. What I would encourage you to do is, is read the Breakthrough DNA report, uh, especially where Dean talks about the very first one is selecting a target audience, and, and you know, obviously you've already done that. And what I would do is something like what you could give away for free is you could give away tips on how to dress and how to be cool. And you can um, you know, model it very much like you know, our friend Gary Vaynerchuk, who we've interviewed on a previous episode of uh, you know, I Love Marketing. He started Wine Library TV. Uh, you know, it's, it's, he now reached you know, a, a thousand episodes of it, but this guy literally gave away wow. a video every single day you know, did a thousand episodes. And, you know, I mean, we're talking a 50, 60 million dollar a year wine business, um, just teaching people about wine and have her just do a video blog talking about fashion. And if she does that every day and she has really good tips and really good content and she can display her stuff and show people how to do stuff, you know, the fact that she's out there putting good, useful advice out to the world will create a following and it will pick up. And that's what Gary did. And, and you've got a model right there by looking at Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, go and look at his very first episode at Wine Library TV and look at what he did and, and how, I mean, the guy ended up on Conan O'Brien. He ended up on all these TV shows. I mean, he, you know, he's a multimillionaire by, by what started out as a video blog teaching people how to drink and select certain wines where, you know, it, he was the complete you know, opposite of what people perceived as a wine expert, and the guy's one of the top in the world now. Yeah, no, I read Crush. I'm very familiar with the guy. The guy is amazing. Now, did he yeah. do anything? I, I would just, I mean, he's already paved that road in a different category. And so right. part of it is this model the same, the same thing. I mean, to me, you could do the exact same thing that he did with, with fashion. And, and what about you know, that just reminded some... me of uh, Joe, or uh, Hugh McLeod, was working with a with an English tailor from Savile Row, um, and he had a you know had a blog called EnglishCut.com, and this mm-hmm. guy would just talk about tailoring. He made he made you know four thousand dollar custom bespoke suits, and would fly over to the United States, and and people would uh, meet him in New York or Atlanta or San Francisco and he would do all their measurements and go back to England and make their suits and um, but look at his look at his blog because um, that may be an, an interesting way to to do it is to go take the position of, of you know revealing what the fashion industry is really all about like position give people an inside look at the fashion world you know because she yeah. she might have a great perspective on things. Yeah, she definitely yeah, has uh, an opinion. <laughs> and if there's another way to tie tie it into something like uh, you know when we interviewed Blake uh, Mikowski, the founder of Tom Shoes, where he has the one for one model. I yeah, mean, his great. angle. Yeah, I mean, if there's any way you can create a one for one model with her clothes, do it. You know, there's okay. another exact model which I think is so darn creative there. And I mean, look at how big he has built that business and how much good in the world he's done as a result of a very unique way of just selling shoes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Brilliant model. Brilliant. Cool. Well, does that help or was there something you're trying to say and we kind of cut you off because we we're trying to answer? Oh, no, no. I was going to say, well, what did, what did Gary do to, to offer for free to build a list? I know he had the shows and all, but what did he offer free? To That's build what he offered for free. 
No, they, it was it was literally advice. I mean, it was but simply like education. A, but I mean, those they can just go to Ustream and get it. How did he get them to opt in? Well, the, and he just the thing he just because he, it was a valuable because uh, he has a unique perspective. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's he's wild, he's wacky, he's, he's kind of crazy, he's animated, he's interesting, he, you know, is, is completely well, no, the opposite. No, no, I know, like, all about that. I'm just saying, like, did he have a specific, like, ebook or product or video that you couldn't nope. see on Ustream, but you, you know? No, no, see, here, 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 forget, uh, quit trying to overanalyze it too much. You're, uh, <laughs> literally, that's what you're doing. You're, uh, well, like, you need a widget. Well, you, you could have a free report. If you wanted to do a free report or a whole fashion spread, on you know right. the ten ways that cool girls dress, and you have it like in cartoon figures. Or if you really want to get crazy, you can do like you know the Ken Robertson speech with RS Animate on education, and you can have a whole animated cartoon sort of thing drawn up. I mean, you can do stuff like that, or you can just simply put her in front of a freaking you know uh, iPhone uh, video or in front of a webcam, holding up a shirt or a dress or whatever, and have her talk, and right. just keep doing it. I mean, you know, the, the, the widget could be the video. You know, free video reveals blah, blah, blah. Right, 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 okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times you don't need, you know, uh, I mean, you kind of, you know, sometimes the, the education is, is, is the thing. Mm-hmm. And if right. they're like, so wow, I- this, you know, I'd like to buy some clothes from this, this woman. This looks really cool. And then you can start getting creative with, you know, ten, 10 girls, you know, she puts together and starts talking to them like, do you like it? Do you hate it? You know, <laughs> like it or hate it, cool, cool, you know, whatever, clothes, and you can let people vote, and then you get people engaged. I mean, there's some sort of, but the, the best way to get started is just to get started. So my recommendation for your friend, watch an episode of Wine Library TV and model it as best you can and do a video blog that teaches her niche how to actually dress and uses her example of clothing to talk about it. And while she starts building up that blog, she now has a place to send to television stations, uh, you know, places she wants to carry her line, uh, you know, start building a list that way. That's what I would start doing. Okay. That's fantastic. I just want to say you guys are like brilliant. I love your stuff. I've listened to, I got in late, like, you know, a few months ago, but I, I downloaded every single podcast and I've listened to every single one. And, and as you guys are just, Really doing a good job and putting a lot of goodwill out there. I just want to thank you guys for that. Um, Absolutely. One more thank thing. you. Sure, you bet. And, Joe, one more thing. I just want to know, I know you're, like, great friends with Richard Branson. I just want to know, if you don't mind me asking, what would be the top thing, the most profound thing that you've learned from Richard Branson um, that has really affected your business or and your life or whatever, but just the one most profound thing that you've learned from him from being a friend of his? You probably just think big, not have any limits whatsoever. Not, you know, don't don't ever put a ceiling on what what is possible, and that you know you can accomplish uh, many things in this world as long as you have the ability to really think big. He's a big thinker. Okay, excellent. That's great. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much. You've been a great Thanks. help. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. All right, Dean. Who do we got next? Hey guys, it's Josh Halis in Lake City, Texas. Hey Josh, Josh how are Hayless. you? That's my friend Doing Josh Halis. Yeah, wow. Mr. Jackson knows who I am. <laughs> good, very um, cool. Yeah, I, I I dig this stuff, man. Been watching it since day one. We're really awesome. And Mr. Duncan and I, <laughs> John Duncan, watch him all the time. Good. Man. It's, it's just great stuff. Um, 
Dean, I've been trying to, since this is really real estate related to actually what Chuck is doing, um, I've I've been trying to do model the uh, the reviews that that Chuck is doing the the daily right. reviews. And this is I, somebody I've just been, for everybody listening. Chuck is talking about Chuck Charlton, who's one of our uh, money making websites clients. He does a daily video blog on all the new listings that have come on the market in his uh, in his marketplace. So okay, carry on, Josh. Yeah, and 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 I think that. Uh, and this is probably where you guys were coming from. Stop me if I'm wrong, but I think that the 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 valuable part of what's being offered there is Chuck's opinion and Chuck's yeah, honest absolutely. opinion at that about the homes that are being reviewed. Yeah. So uh, I've been trying to wrap my head around if it is there some magic formula about doing them Monday through Friday daily, or is that just a name? Could I? I've seen so many successful programs, including so many of yours, Dean, that are you know, bank on weekly, a weekly mm-hmm. podcast. And yeah, no, I and like weekly. Like I mean, I think you, you, and we do this once a week. I think, I think that the minimum um, frequency to be taken seriously is, is once a week. I think okay. you have to commit to that. It has to be valuable and it has to be, um, you know, it has to be um, dependable. You know, you have to, like, I, I, you know, we've been doing these now. We, we haven't missed a, a single week all year. Every single, you know, this is our right. 30th episode and people get into a pattern. I mean, you, you're aware that we post a new I Love Marketing episode every Sunday night for the early birds and it's available for everybody on, on Monday, you know, but people, we have a lot of people who, you know, build their Sunday night around coming to I Love Marketing. They download their their podcast. They download the transcript, and you know, maybe they listen to it at, on their way to work the next day. Or, but they it's dependable, and it's mm-hmm. you know they know what they get. They're going to get an hour at least of our very best advice, our very best education that we can give, tips, things that that we've learned. Um, and so I think that that's what people really want is, are you adding value? You know, the thing that, that Chuck is doing for people who are looking for a home and um, they are, you know, it's, they have their rabid followers because mm-hmm. they are, um, they're really interested in that. Now, the advantage of doing a daily is that when people are, you know, really at the point where they're imminently going to buy a home. It's the it's the top thing on their mind. They're scouring the market. They know about all the houses that are for sale. That new information is what's really appealing to them and he's mm-hmm. the only one that's giving it to them, you know? Mm-hmm. You might lose a little bit of that um on a on the weekly uh basis, you know? Well, I was actually thinking twice a week, and I don't know if there's anything special about that except, you know, I was going to do one on Monday and one on Friday, and they still get all of the homes. It's just broken up into twice a week. And my thinking behind it really was if 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 I'm going to be sending these out to people who are possibly not moving for six months or later, if I yeah. start emailing them every single day and they're not moving for eight or nine or ten months, I'm going to lose them. You know, I'm yeah. I'm not going to be – speaking to them correctly, you know, so I was trying to find a happy medium to where, okay, if somebody's ready to move within the next few months, if I'm emailing them twice a week with this information, 
I still think I'm getting in front of them enough to where they're going to be, okay, who is this guy? What is he doing? Let me, you know, let me, let me watch this. Maybe I should call Josh or email yeah. him and ask him a question, you know, uh, versus monthly and stuff like that. You know, monthly is just, they don't have any interest for a long period of time. You know what right. I mean? So I think twice a week, and I just wanted to make sure there wasn't something that you guys found to daily that it has to be daily in order to be successful because I love to be, doing but it. I, I tell you that it is more successful. It's the, it's the most successful, um, right. you know, just based on what, I mean, Chuck's business is exploding right now. Um, right. And all driven by that commitment to doing those daily videos. So, um, right. you know, it, it's, but there are lots of people who are having a lot of success doing a weekly email without right. the video even, you know, but I, I think that there's, um, <laughs> you, you know, it really is about how successful do you want it to be, you know? Right. And, and, and I would be, I'd be really curious to know if Chuck actually took that same list and did it twice a week, he would probably get, um, I believe because of the value he's given them, I believe he'd get the same results. And I would, I would love for him. That, to that, test, I think that you, know, you should prove that. And, and maybe so. I, no, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me jump in here too, because here's the yeah. thing: what well, you got to listen to yourself, because you're, you're, you want to fit uh, this model into a two-week thing, because either that's what you think is the right thing, or that's what you're willing to do. Um, however, the only way you're going to know that is you're going to test it. So right. we can talk about it for two hours, and we wouldn't know that until it's actually tested. And secondly, you really got to ask yourself, what am I willing to do and what am I willing to test? Because the only way you're really going to know this is to go out there and, and do it. And you have some good logic there, but there's also an existing successful model. And, you know, my take on it is if I had a gun to my head and I had to, like, literally pick the thing to do that would give me the highest possibility of success and there were other models that I could look at that were producing the result that I want, you bet your ass that I would go that way. Or because if I didn't, the gun like goes off and I die. And right. you know, now fortunately we're not in that situation, and unfortunately some people are not in that situation because mm -hmm. it allows them to be lazy and come up with things that they're not going to do. And you know, part of it, and when I say lazy, I don't mean like you should be doing something every day if you hate it and it's not going to fit in or whatever. What I'm saying is, you really got to test it for yourself. And right. you know, Dean did say the right thing. I mean, you 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 really should be the one to prove that you can do it because after all, let's say that you did do it two days and you get the same sort of results or even better. Man, you know, you just you just created innovation. But the flip side is what yeah, it I does. Because right now, as it stands, I, I just had lunch with Chuck today, and you couldn't you couldn't pay him enough money to to <laughs> not do the daily videos. Right, right, and, and, and I talk want to list to, to test on it. You know, I, I've got a list of, unfortunately, 30 people, you know, and that was mm. the next thing that I'm trying to learn is, is how yeah. to correctly, you know, build my list. So yeah, um, I, I'm, uh, I'll know more whenever I can actually get, you know, more people in there. And there is a flip side to doing those reviews because I'm still doing all of the homes. The videos are longer, you know, so it's not like I'm trying to cut out of work or anything like that. You know, it's just mm -hmm. I was wondering if it would it would well, actually. I think you should narrow. I think you should narrow your focus to enough where it's it's not overwhelming. You know, right? You, you might be trying to do too big of an area. Well, I'm doing League City. It's and and I, I asked Chuck about his population for Milton, and it's about the same population. Um, you relatively similar numbers. I'm not trying to do. Clear Lake, Friendswood, Houston, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. I, 
I have mm-hmm. narrowed it to League City. And, and it is manageable, and it does keep me busy, whether I'm doing it twice a week or, or daily. I'm still researching every single day, you know, so. I'll tell you what, we're going to know definitively 100 episodes from right now what the answer is. Uh, absolutely. Today, you'll have 100 episodes under your belt. Yeah, well, I've been doing it for about six months for daily. Uh, granted, yeah. I have missed a couple of days here and there, but I don't have a list. I've got 30 people I'm sending them to, you know, so I yeah, need to build my thing. list. Yeah, you got to have the audience. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. You are welcome. I can't wait man. to hear Thank you. And, and read the uh, Breakthrough DNA report uh, that Dean just set up at uh, ilovemarketing.com forward slash breakthrough. And if you want to come to our event and go through a whole training on it, go to ilovemarketing.com forward slash VIP and get yourself registered for that because it will be awesome. And I do want to mention that one of the questions that came in, Dean, it says, question about I Love Marketing Event in Phoenix. I want to do the early bird registration, but there's no place to add my spouse to the order. Uh, adding two forces you to buy two complete tickets on the I don't know if that's still the case up there if it is uh, I want to give out a phone number it's probably too late in the day if you're listening live right now but you can call tomorrow my office if anyone wants to add a second person just call uh, 480-858-0008 480-858-0008 if you forget our phone number it's on our website at joepolish.com. Just say you want to come to the I Love Marketing Conference, and uh, we'll, you know if you want to bring a guest. Um, right now, you can bring a guest for two hundred and ninety-seven dollars if you are registered. And there is an early bird, very special rate for everyone that is listening at ilovemarketing.com forward slash VIP. Get registered for it, uh, Dean. I know we are out of time, um, and I we have feel one ter- more. There's one question one left, more. and I'd like to do that. So okay. let's do that. Cool. I'll go for it here. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's Dr. James from uh, topdoghealth.com. How's it going? Awesome. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Listen, first question I have is, do either of you have dogs? Uh, do we have I do dogs? not. I do not. No. I had one a long time ago, and my father gave it away when I came home after like a year of having a black Labrador named Panther, and I was devastated, and, and I ended up, I think, getting reptiles and, you know, tropical fish afterwards. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. All right. Very <laughs> uh, here's, here's my question. Um, we, our business, uh, you know, there's not a lot of internet marketers in the veterinary world, mm-hmm. and I am in a very specific niche based around dogs who have had ACL surgeries. And that market alone is a $1.3 billion niche in a very small niche that is veterinary medicine itself. But we are trying to market to both veterinary professionals and consumers at the same time. Veterinarians in general don't want to change their ways. So a year ago, we started giving our books away for free um, to pet owners. And we've been, you know, wildly successful with that. And so my question is, is how do you just on our company's website and our presentation, it's like, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to be two things and we're having a hard, or I personally am having a hard time at directing my people as to how, <laughs> You know, to, you know what? You're you're absolutely gonna love. Have you downloaded the the Breakthrough DNA report yet? Done it. Just I mean, I've already it done it. You put it up. Yeah. 
Okay. So you're going to see that there's, you know, an example there of, you know, trying to, you, how to serve two markets, but okay. have each of those markets feel like they're the only one that you're serving. Exactly. You know, there's there's That's what I two do. different photography companies or two different, uh, one photography company with two different approaches that, that, you know, one has a website called we shoot cans.com and the other one is we shoot bottles.com. And all they do, the whole thing on that website is how, if you've got a bottle that you need to have shot, you know, if you have beverages or wine or jams or anything in a bottle, these guys are the specialists at making it look its absolute best. And then the same thing, you know, with we shoot cans, and so I think, you know, the, that first profit activator of narrowing your focus to a single target market at a time is really, um, it's profound, the impact that it can have on your, on your business, you know? The only difference is, is that, what are the, my, the, I guess the follow-up with that would be, is that you want, I am one company, you know, my uh, top yeah, no, you understand you're one company, but okay. Procter & Gamble is one company and right. has 23 individual billion-dollar brands. Right, beautiful. Okay, I got that. Yeah, if you see all the stuff they do just for, like, you know, some of the big Laundry companies, like or Crest, you know, Crest, toothpaste, just mm-hmm. everything related, you know, it's, it's like it's like insane. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the thing, guys. I followed you from day one. I don't remember how the hell I found you, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I wish that there was value that I could return in your life, and it's you know that's why I asked if, if either of you had dogs because I couldn't dream. I mean, I I love marketing comes out of my mouth every day, and <laughs> I make all my my staff listen to it. And I, I make all these young people that I mentor and listen to it. And I just, uh, I can't, I, I can't even fathom, you know, it's just fantastic. So I appreciate it. You know, thank you. Really, we, we, yeah, that makes, you know, that makes it, uh, you know, so much more meaningful as to, as to why we actually do this when people, you know, tell us and we, and we love that. And that's, that's really awesome. And by the way, if you, you know, I don't even know if she's available. I have a friend who's been in direct response for years and her number one love in life is, is dogs and taking care of dogs and being involved in dog shelters and, uh, you know, adopting dogs. And I mean, she's, I want to be her friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she, she may be available for consulting with you on stuff, um, or available for hire. Um, but, but send, um, send an email, uh, to Gina at joepolish.com, uh, regarding information about your company, kind of what you're looking for, and I will have it sent over to her. And okay. um, and you know, then then she. Can uh, how should I address you. it? Just say, just say, uh, you know, um, there's somebody that Joe knows Joe, in the yeah. Joe the networker knows within the rescue world. Yeah, yeah. Just, just put Joe asked to you know email uh, about okay. dogs. Yeah. Okay. Put just put dogs in the subject line. And right, I'll, I'll tell cool. Gina to look out for your email and get it to me. All right, very cool. Listen, I uh, you quoted me on, uh, I don't know, it was podcast number three or something like that about this direct marketing campaign that I was doing. 
to veterinarians. I picked this very targeted high level list of like the best hospitals in the country. I, I sent out what I thought couldn't have been a better three-step piece. And, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> the veterinarians, they're a tough, it's a tough group to get in through those medical hospitals. And, uh, so it, it wasn't wildly successful, but it was successful enough. Well, and so. see, that's a, you know, as long as you're successful enough, you keep honing, you keep honing, you keep honing. And I mean, see, that's, that's the reason a lot of people never, you know, really kind of get um, fantastic stellar results is because they just, you know, they're, they're not willing to go through the the psychology and the, the testing stages. And, right. you know, real, marketing is applied psychology, and you got to get inside people's heads. And, and I'll tell you, if, if all of this was so easy, we wouldn't be doing a podcast. And we, you know, I mean, it was, if, if me and Dean talked about all of the, the failures that we had trying to think that we would actually hit one out of the park, I mean, we, we have a lot more misses than we have hits. But the point is... Did you have failures? I, I don't have any. Never had a single one, oh huh? yeah. Not a um, single one. Yeah, you know, be, be, be willing to, you know, it's, it's the whole joke of in life it's called failure, in the marketing world it's called testing. And, <laughs> you know, right. you, you know you what? Gotta... You know what I thought? It's fun. I mean, yeah. I'm, having, I'm having a blast through the entire thing. I'm always enjoying every day, you know, uh, playing with it. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's, all, well, it's, it's, it's especially fun when you actually freaking hit one. I mean, when I first when when I first got a winning campaign, I was like, oh my god, I you can actually rig the game. In your favor to win. It's it's like it's like a slot machine that you've freaking yeah. figured out how to fool. Right. And that to well, me is I'm gonna I'm gonna write your one page essay and I will tell you honestly that since I've been listening to this that from last year I've gone up three hundred percent every month. Wow. And that's great. you know and and I feel so that was obviously starting with low numbers, but I remember getting one order, you know, in my, my products a, a week and I was psyched about it to where now I just had my first, you know, thousand dollar day without, you know, without even running a, pro- a promotion. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm having fun, man. Just, just awesome. See you do it. Thank right, you. Rock on. I will see you guys uh, out in Arizona. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. And there we go. Okay, that was our first live one, and so again, I, I will say that was a successful first live episode. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I wish we could have covered every question here, but they literally we got so many. Which is the good news about that is we got a lot of listeners, and we hope that we yeah. uh, selected questions that uh, were you know quite applicable to everyone. And uh, like I said, you know we're going to do um, we're going to do a live uh, call on Wednesday. So we will we will email you details about that. It'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, next Wednesday. Same phone number if you want to put that in your schedule right now, so you don't forget. And uh, please tell your friends and neighbors and even people you don't know, especially on the bus, uh, to go to ilovemarketing.com and uh, you know listen and to you know come to our event. I hope you come to our event if you would like to. It's ilovemarketing.com forward slash VIP and. Uh, Again, last thing I'll say on the breakthrough, go and get the uh, the uh, breakthrough DNA report, eight profit activators you can trigger in your business right now at uh, ilovemarketing.com forward slash breakthrough. And 
some of the comments on past episodes that were posted on Facebook have disappeared, and some people have asked what happened to the comments. And there was a Facebook add-on glitch thing on our site, and we are trying to get some of the comments back up. They still exist on everyone's individual Facebook page, but they are not all together there. And so we have literally lost hundreds of comments uh, on I Love Marketing, at least the Facebook ones. Um, so in case anyone's wondering why, that's why we're trying to get them back up there. And if we can't get them back up there, you know, we're, we're going to be bummed. But it's, it's from this point forward, please post, please comment, and please keep on listening. Anything else you want to say, Dean? That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good night and goodbye, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. And for those of you listening uh, on the recorded version of this, do everything we just said on this call live. It still is the same. Goodbye. There we go. Perfect. Bye.